Welcome to It's Her Word, a podcast intended to give perspective and likely create sparks of inspiration to be, think, and move different. Let's massage the mind, shall we? Hello, welcome back to It's Her Word. Today is a very special day because it's my birthday. <laughs> So I know I'm very lucky I'm born on a holiday and not one of those annoying holidays it's kind of a holiday where if you know you know and if you don't then you can't sit with us you can't hang with us <laughs> I'm just kidding but yes it's my birthday today and while I wasn't sure if I was gonna record anything I decided to go ahead and do it instead of taking a break consistency is key Aside from that, I kind of wanted to talk about something really quick that I noticed um, all last week. So I begrudgingly, I don't even know if I said that right, begrudgingly, whatever. Anyway, I got TikTok with so much hesitance, but I finally did it. And when I did, I fell down so many rabbit holes. So apparently there is a native TikTok, just like there is a black TikTok, I guess, just like there's kind of like black Twitter whatever but like I was watching all these videos and there has been a scandal on native TikTok with this one creator it's not funny I should not laugh with this one creator who basically took advantage of another so he's in I don't know how he identifies I, I think he identifies as he and he took advantage of a female creator that's outside of the native community this is how the story goes. I'm not 100% sure. Please don't quote me. And she went off on TikTok because I think communication was tied. Also, I think it was her fetishizing him as a native person and wanting to feel entitled to that. Come in, do her thing, thinking they were going to get married and stuff, not knowing the whole scheme of things, how people really move in those spaces or anything about it. Just feeling like, ooh, this exotic person, I want a piece. I'm owed a piece. I'm going in. I'm doing it. Went for it. Things didn't go her way. She went on TikTok to use it to her advantage because she got taken advantage of this whole thing. And again, he, I don't even know. Long story short, when other people were talking out about it, especially Native women, they were being chastised and hurt the most out of it. <clears throat> and again, it's just another one of those situations where Somebody does something in the community, somebody outside of the community makes a big stink about it and it turns into this whole thing that basically in the end, the women of that community get burned the most. And I'm saying all this to say, with all of that being done, the one positive thing that came out of it is that native TikTok and black TikTok came together. And as somebody who is in the intersection of both of those groups, it's a sight to see because if there are two people that have a very common ground or a similar standing in current American culture, while there's a lot of differences, there's a lot more that we have similar together that should be together and should be aligned because it's very parallel to each other. So I was very happy to see that and I was like excited because it finally... People are starting to come together and talk, which is what I think is 
the most important thing because when people get together, when people talk, when they find similarities, no matter where they're from, growth occurs. And more can come from that. And unity. And with unity comes progress. And that's what we need. Anyway, I digress. What I want to talk about concerning me and my own personal things is last week I had a moment so... I am somebody that does have anxiety and I've learned to really understand my triggers, go through it, know where it's coming from, know when it's my stuff, when it's somebody else's stuff, how, how it all goes together and techniques to kind of get it under control. And for a long time, I haven't had too many issues with it to the point where I was like, okay, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This is great. And then I just was not feeling good like everything was starting to come at once I was feeling a lot of things I'm also an empath and I don't say this often but empaths feel so you can feel other people's energies you can feel just all the feels <laughs> and it can be a lot and it requires for me a lot of time where I like to be by myself to recharge or other things that now I know what to do before I did not so I was picking up on a lot of other people's energies and everything and I was just starting to get very 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 anxious and I did not know what to do with it and I am looking for any type of help I'm reaching out to people who I find to be very close to me that are safe to talk to and nothing they said was helpful and then I'm getting mad about it and like looking at them and like just being annoyed because nobody can get me out of this and that was a horrible feeling I was like how am I how am I gonna get out of this I do not know so finally I had to sit with myself and make that choice that I did not want to be in that space anymore and when I tell you this lasted all day it lasted all day and it was terrifying because in the end I felt like all I had was myself and that's something that is very scary I think we all don't like the idea of that because it makes you think of being lonely when that's not the same thing I think being self-reliant and depending on yourself is actually a strength and I think it's wonderful and beautiful and a lot of people that <clears throat> excuse me tend to have these traits are leaders because you make those choices you make those decisions and you have to be okay with them and stand within them and know that you did the right thing and be okay with that and that's all you 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 have to understand that within yourself and you have to have that and I think that's something that I had to really work on getting back again because I've been like that for a very long time and then you know life happens and it can kind of make you feel like insecure about it a little vulnerable and now I'm getting back there so all of that happened and it was horrible and it sucked but the silver lining there was I ended up figuring out that I can actually pull myself out of those spaces and I did not know I could do that and it wasn't necessarily like I was just leaning on myself in that but I just when I say I was leaning on myself it meant that I knew I could go within and figure out what I needed to get out of that space. And that's exactly what I did. I went to sleep and that next morning I did everything that I know I need to do or like to do 
to get my mind in a calm space so that way when I'm going through the day I can be like oh that that's that person's that's not mine to own or oh this is mine what is that where is that coming from and I think it's scary because another realization came through and that was that I've always been a part of my own suffering oddly enough I saw a Twitter quote where somebody said we have to be honest with ourselves and how much we contribute to our own suffering and then I think of my one of my good friends who talks about self-suffering and what that looks like and what that means and how we do it and it's all ego but that's a conversation for another day I don't even want to go into that but coming out of that I feel so much stronger, so much more at peace, and so much more grounded. I found my inner compass, and I can do it on my own. And I don't need other people's validation in that. Because for me personally, I think it was always seeking other people's validations in what I was feeling. Or needing somebody to say certain things so that I could get out of it. Instead of just being able to know that I am right in how I'm feeling, and that's okay. And it's amazing. So... What were some of the things that I did to get out of it? And this is her word of mouth. One of the things was um, meditation. Um, you'll probably hear that a lot on this podcast. And it's something that a lot of people use. Um, especially now we're talking about it more. I think it's more mainstream to talk about it. And more people are comfortable hearing it. But meditation has always been a very, very big sounding board. Or I shouldn't even say sounding board. But a very huge part of my life. And whenever I don't do it consistently, it shows. But why meditation is so important is because it connects you with your spiritual side. And I believe that you need to have a balance of spiritual as well as being, I don't even know what the opposite of being spiritual is, but whatever the opposite of that is, you need a balance of both. But going spiritual will always be a space that is necessary and needed. So I did that. I wrote in my gratitude journal journaled and then i asked for assistance and help i prayed and those very things right there helped me find my balance again helped me feel back to who i am better than ever more of who i am more solid in who I am I am my own compass and I always was I just needed to remember that so I'm just sharing this in hopes that it'll help somebody else who might have anxiety or overthinks or can suffer from a lot of things that we've been brought up to literally suffer from so with that being said if there's one thing you can do out of everything I said, I highly suggest meditation. My second big, big, big suggestion would be journaling. Actually, no. My second big suggestion would be a gratitude journal. If nothing else, do that. Life-changing. I promise you. Until next time, that's her word. For It's her word. And that's the word for It's Her Word. 
Thank you so much for listening. A new podcast will be dropped next week, so stay tuned.